there are so many different content platforms for podcasting. And if you are a new podcaster, you're going to be faced with making the choice whether you're going to upload your podcast to an audio platform, but you also have the choice of uploading to a video platform. First of all, I will encourage you to consider your target audience. You should consider what is the particular age group of your audience. Are the listeners of your podcast more in the age group of 40s up through 50 year olds, both men and women? Do you have young adults that are listening to your podcast? Now, for the Price Podcast, I have a small group of men and women ranging from the age of 18 past the age of 35. I would consider this group more of the young adults. And I know in marketing, we talk about this age group, uh, potentially from the age of 25 past the age of 30, more being the millennials. <laughs> but this age group loves to listen to the Price Podcast more during a time where they're by themselves. Uh, their learning style is that of being a solo learner. <laughs> this age group loves to listen to the episodes when they're typically by themselves and away from huge crowds because their learning style consists of receiving inspirational information or educational knowledge more at a time where they're solo and serious. So basically a young adult would not want to sit around um, a cookout and listen to the podcast, <laughs> though some may do it. A uh, majority of them would probably listen to a podcast when they're in their room, um, they're driving in their car or they're just somewhere by themselves where they are not distracted by other people. A lot of young adults that listen to the Price Podcast also like to take the notes, uh, the show notes that they're able to hear from the Price Podcast. They'll write down the outline that I'm reviewing and they'll make it as a personal, you know, study note sheet for themselves. So it's a more serious time. But the other ordeal is that they like to listen to the podcast, take show notes. However, they want to still get the benefit of using multiple electronic devices. So if they're listening to the Price podcast, they want to be able to download it onto a cell phone, an iPad. <laughs> Many of them have told me that they like listening to the episode via their car radio. <laughs> you know, today you can um, have a episode on your cell phone and then Bluetooth your cell phone to your car radio. 
So they're driving, you know, in the car. They might be by themselves or got one friend that won't tease them about listening to a podcast (laughs) and they'll listen. Then many of them will also take the time at work on a lunch break, uh, plug in their AirPods or put in their headphones and listen to it as a time of being by themselves at work. Or if they have a large gap time where they got to sit down and uh, just they have like, you know, nothing to do. (laughs) They'll use that time to listen to the podcast. That is the learning curve for a lot of millennials and young adults. Uh, They're willing to listen to podcast episodes, but they want to be able to listen while still using their mobile devices. (laughs) As we consider the older group. Uh, seniors of our day, we know from history that when they heard a podcast, they were not privileged to the same tech benefits that we have today. Uh, Podcasts were launched during their upbringing strictly via the radio station. (laughs) Um, And many of them, even in their homes, were not using Uh, laptops. They were not using cell phones nowhere near (laughs) to what we have today. They were not flip phones. They weren't tablets. (laughs) Uh, So you would have to consider that as a podcaster. If your listeners consist of men and women from a older generation, you do not want to have them limited or isolated from hearing your podcast simply because they're not tuned into audio platforms. Um, If they're not, you know, tuning into Spotify and they're not keen into listening to Google podcasts, but they want to hear from you, they want to engage with you. You have to make the content available to a platform where they can get access to it. You also want to consider the geographical location of potential listeners. Now, I've been privileged to receive some data that shows there are one to two countries outside of America where listeners are hearing the Price Podcasts. And I believe that's due to the fact that I've stayed dedicated to strictly recording episodes to the audio platforms. Now, I'm privileged and blessed that my hosting site allows me to upload media files and then I also get a full directory of listening platforms where I can send those actual podcasts. So once I upload the one media file, there is an option within my hosting site where I can add the episodes to Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Deezer is out there. I can't forget about Amazon Music. I've seen downloads happening already. So my podcast episodes are reaching the airs of persons outside of the U.S. Now, I say you need to consider global outreach for your podcast and the content platform because not every country will actually have the full integrated 
platforms that we have for tech in America. Basically, what I mean is that uh, someone outside of the U.S. might have access to Internet, but they might not get Facebook Live um, because there are some countries that don't have a full Internet bandwidth like we have in America. Uh, some countries are not allowed or not allowing um, their residents to pull uh, data for Internet and audio at the same time. So there are certain countries that are only advanced with radio stations and those type of towers um, versus persons using laptops and MacBooks uh, and being able to stream or download live streams from Facebook and YouTube <laughs> and Vimeo. So I have seen statistics that show stronger listeners or stronger numbers of listeners being able to hear the price podcast simply because I've been dedicated to the audio platform, which seems to not be a issue or there's not a global restriction for audio podcasts versus video podcasting. You also are going to have to consider what I would call or what's already denoted as a workflow. Now, when I speak about the term workflow, I am referencing the time and the energy that it will take for you to record a video file, upload it to your laptop or your MacBook, and then try to edit it. Statistics will show you there's a lot more work and energy <laughs> into editing and exporting video files versus audio files. For example, for the Price Podcast, a simple setup flow would be one mic with my audio recorder and me simply pressing the record button, recording, and then taking the memory card out of the recorder placing it onto the MacBook and letting it fly. <laughs> now, yes, I do upload my audio recording to Adobe Audition for editing software, but the editing flow is at a minimum less than 30 minutes. If that, I have a great microphone that gives me good highs and good low frequencies the audio recorder does an excellent job um, with the volume control rocker. Like the, the record volume is always good sounding. Um, I'm able to plug in headphones and get a good monitoring sound. So once I upload this uh, file to Audition, I don't even have to go through extra layers of editing. I don't need to add compressions all the time. I do it sometimes, but not all the time. Um, I don't need to uh, declip any noise distortion that's taking place in the track. A lot of that I don't do. There's not a lot of effects going on. So minimum, what I'm doing is basically playing the track back and using the cut to to cut out certain mistakes that may have taken place during the recording. Now, when you're trying to record for video, Oh, buddy, <laughs> with video, first of all, if you're using a DSLR camera 
or a camcorder, you're going to have to make sure that you know about exposure settings because you're going to have to make sure that there's enough light getting through the camera lens onto the camera sensor. You're going to have to make sure that you know how to adjust the camera lens to focus the camera. Uh, there are different limitations for recording on a DSLR versus recording on a camcorder. Now, camcorders typically are unlimited. You can record up to, uh, to way past an hour. But for a DSLR, depending upon the make and model of the camera, they might have a restriction of 30 minutes up to 60 minutes. However, if you make a mistake during that recording, so if you press the record button and the camera lens is not focused, the exposure settings were not done correctly, so it's too dark in the video, that is going to come out in the recording. And yes, you can make certain changes in video editing software. However, there are certain mistakes that are made in what we call pre-production that you cannot change in the post. Every component or every option available in video editing is not engineered for every single mistake that's made in video. <laughs> and if there is software such as Adobe um, Premiere and other third-party softwares, those softwares will take you through the grind and extra hours <laughs> of being able to correct so many mistakes in video. And I would just say to you as a new podcaster or as an ex uh, or as a podcaster established, don't take yourself through stress when trying to get your episodes recorded and exported quickly <laughs> to uh, your hosting site. You need a seamless workflow. Now, if you are a podcaster that's already established and you have a team of freelancers that are trained in audio and also trained in video, then I would say to you, salute. <laughs> yes, go ahead and record your podcast episodes and then have a workflow split between your freelancers uh, for them to edit and then export the episodes onto different platforms such as audio and video. But if you are a new podcaster, I would highly suggest that you don't just go right away with saying you only want to do video podcasting versus the traditional audio podcasting if you don't have training in both. Because as a new podcaster, you're going to run into a lot of financial difficulty, possibly, you know, trying to stress your budget with buying multiple gear. Uh, because video camera can cost a lot more than audio these days. You don't want to stress yourself with trying to sit down for at least two hours of chopping video clips. Um, even if you've recorded on your cellular phone, it takes a lot of uh, transferring files from your cell phone to your laptop that takes hours and that will cause you to stress out. You don't need that kind of stress in your workflow. Now, lastly, I would encourage all podcasters to take a moment 
to grow your knowledge in the platform of both audio and video. I would say go ahead and stop the traditional workflow of audio recording. And after your first three episodes, you know, if you're able to spend the money and get you some video cameras, uh, get you uh, some tripods and set up some live stream setups, I would say, yes, go ahead and include that after you have established yourself on the traditional platforms. Many of you know that I have a YouTube channel for the Price Podcast. If you have not gone on to YouTube and have seen the three latest videos, I am telling you, you're missing out. I encourage you, go on to YouTube. It's a simple search. Just type in Price Podcast in the YouTube search bar and you will see some awesome videos of me setting up audio gear and video gear for the Price Podcast. Now, I also have training in both audio mixers, setting up microphones. Uh, I also have training with partnering with nonprofit organizations such as churches and setting up video cameras, helping them with their live stream, uploading it to their church's website. So I'm able to do a combo mix of both. But my main purpose for using video recordings is simply to promote my audio podcast episodes. So I use video more as a marketing outreach. What I like to do is to take a video clip of me introducing the latest episode or sharing an intro of that episode and then posting it to social media pages uh, such as Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Lastly, I would encourage you when considering where to upload your podcast episodes, consider your target audience, consider the workflow between audio and video.